everybody. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Even if it's not, it will be your favorite. Uh, Gab with Gwen. We are in our, you know, let's call it our second season. This is episode 21, okay? And we're drinking out because we're 21. And I have my, I have a new guest, a new male guest. And this is my cousin, Jay. Jay, say hello. Put the mic to your mouth. Yeah. Oh, God. See, your voice is too deep. Say it better. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. Anyway, so my cousin, Jay, is here. He's also just tidbit. um, Damn, I'm I'm losing track of the numbers. But whatever podcast number... That Shanice was on Jamaican Judgment, which was like, you know, a controversial episode. Um, Jamaican Judgment. You did listen to it. This is a very <laughs> controversial episode. Um, we're all cousins, okay? Uh, he and Shanice are close in age. Uh, so, yeah, we're all from the same Y chromosome lineage. And so I wanted to, we have a list that we briefly talked about before this. I have been asking Jay to come here for a very long time. Uh, you know, and he was supposed to come with Shanice that episode, but he couldn't, so she was a little bit salty. But it's all good. Well, okay. So, um, I'm gonna start a little bit like how I did with Shanice. So we're cousins. Our dads are brothers. Um, we are the same actual age distance as our dads. Our dads are. Yes. Um, you didn't know that. <laughs> God, you guys, you suck. Actually, part of this was like, the thing about when Shanice and I were talking, I was talking a lot about uh, just our family background. And sometimes I wonder what you know, because your dad. He doesn't talk. I, that's my whole thing. I'm like, your dad, I don't know if you would know anything. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like a recent development, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, don't know. say how old you are, because then people are going to know how old I am. So let's leave that alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're going to say. Okay, continue. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, like I was saying, he's, he's retired now, so he doesn't have shit to do. Um, yeah. So I'll. I'll ask him to, to meet up after work mm-hmm. every now and again, and we'll go. We'll meet up at this bar that's near his old job. Mm-hmm. Or I recently I found out the man likes ping pong. Okay. So apparently he and uh, like Shanice's dad used to play uh-huh. ping pong all the time. Like uh-huh. they made a table out of a door. Uh-huh. Like they bought like they made they made the uh, they made the paddles. But uh-huh. The things that they bought were the balls. Okay. Those were the only expensive thing. They would play okay. all day. I didn't know um, that. Exactly. Like, but I wouldn't know because my dad's older. You know. Yeah. yeah my but, dad wouldn't know. But like he's like my dad. You know how complicated he is. He opens up after a couple of drinks. Yeah, you know? that's a weirdo. Yeah. So it's it's just it's I, I I don't know I don't know if it's now that I'm older and like he considers me like a man. I was like you know like man a man talk or whatever the fuck it is like mm-hmm. but he's willing to share certain things now mm-hmm. and. To be honest, I don't know much about our, our family. family. Yeah, I figured I, you didn't. I feel like because of okay. Well, I'm going to tell you. You should actually listen to episode the Jamaican Judgment because I actually yeah. go down a little background of uh, grandmas. Um, so their mom is a descendant of Maroon. Her dad came down from Maroon Town, whatever, in St. Thomas, and stuff like that. And just like actually, grandma had a very tragic life. Um, so we don't have to talk about this here, but I can fill in some of the gaps I know from my dad. Our auntie probably has more of the information the most. Um, well, maybe not actually. Cause I, oh God, I'm getting here all the business. I actually don't think that she and grandma got along. That's my understanding. I think grandma had a preference for boys is my understanding. Um, and so Shanice's dad obviously was like the favorite. Um, my dad was kind of a favorite in the beginning cause he was by himself for a very long time. Um, and so just, yeah, just very, uh, interesting, uh, lineage, but you know, we, we are descendants of warriors. That's how that whole conversation came out from, um, you know, Maroon town and stuff like that. And, uh, 
funny story. I mean, I never met grandma. Uh, there's a weird story where my, okay, I have to be very careful because Trump's in office now. Um, I uh, went to Jamaica with my mom when I was very little and she was supposed to take me to meet grandma, but my mom, you know, yeah. So it didn't happen. And then I think she died like maybe a year or two after that. And my dad was very hurt. No, no. My mom had to know her. Oh, okay. And my mom just just fell through because Jamaicans fall through on a lot of shit. My mom didn't meet her either. Um, my mom, my mom never met. Her. Yeah, she wouldn't have. But if I think about the time when your parents were dating and when you were born, she, she grandma died before you were born. Yeah, so, but they were dating before. Yeah, before but I don't know how much I don't know how much they were dating before that. Was like a couple of years. I know, but she died like a couple of years before you were born. I know. I mean, I, I'm telling you, it was like three years. Three years. They started dating three years before Grandma died. Oh, they did. Yeah. They were dating that long yeah. before you were born. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Maybe that's true. I know your mom since I was a very little girl. It was either two, two, two or three. Okay. Well, I don't know. So I, I never got to meet her. Unfortunately, I could have as a little kid. But my mom, you know, Jamaicans don't follow through. We shouldn't have a ride or some dumb shit. Yeah. So my dad was very pissed yeah. um, about that. But. Um, yeah, you know, they loved their mom. She had, she had hard times due to our grandfather. Um, and you know, my favorite story that I've heard, cause I feel like I embody the spirit is that I don't remember what grandpa did, but she did take a pan and knock outside his head. And I'm like, holla, how about you grandma? That's right. That's absolutely right. She did take a pot and knock outside his head and facts. That's, that's, that's the truth. That's the truth. So how about you, Grandma? Who I never got to meet? Not to shit on our family, but I do feel like we have a bunch of niggas in our family. Um, this is the thing. My father's a gentleman, he's, so he's a uh, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, how so? He's just he's he's he bad. He bad is cross with all the rest. Of how so? You see, you see, that's why your volume is fucked up. You talking shit about my daddy? What are you talking about? How is my dad crass? Oh, he makes like certain comments. He makes my dad's very sarcastic. Yes, he's very sarcastic, and yes. he makes snide remarks. Yes, he does. But just because you do it differently doesn't mean he's not a nigga. Uh, no, he, he doesn't. Listen, okay, that's what dignified people do. That's what dignified people do. Okay? Whatever. My dad's very dignified. Yes, he makes snide <laughs> remarks in a very calm way. He's not niggerish like y'all. Okay? No, no, no. No, I refuse to accept that. And Shanice would not accept that either. No. If anybody, she should definitely accept it. She would, no, she would accept that her father, but not mine. Okay. Hers, yes. Hers is the, you know, hers is the pinnacle. Um, But, you know, um, which, okay, damn, I'm about to, okay, okay, we want to switch up our family, but I'm going to, let me tell you something. I'll put it out there because I didn't even get to talk to her about this. So my my sister Brooklyn recently had a milestone birthday and um, Shanice was not there and you weren't there. I think you weren't there. Right. Um, so, but our uncle was there and I was dishing out food and I'm talking to him and, you know, listen, I always say, look, our uncle's a Gemini, grandpa's a Gemini, I'm a Gemini. So, you know, we kind of funny people. So I said to him, I was like, you know, I heard you were the brightest, the smartest out of all of the siblings. And he's like, oh, you did. I was like, yeah, but I heard you never applied yourself. And he was like, oh, you know, who told you that? I was like, no, it's just a great find. And I was like, you know, would you do, would you live your life differently? Would you change anything? He's like, no, you know, who I am is how did I said, well, maybe you should have. Cause I heard that, you know, you probably could have gone really far, but because you were really the brightest one 
out of all of them who are smart, but you didn't apply yourself. So he was kind of making some excuses and doing some like weird shit. So then later on, we go back to the table. And I mentioned it to our auntie and Shanice's mom. And they're like, oh, you know, he probably felt like people were talking about him because apparently Shanice and her brother had recently said the same thing to him. And I was like, well, I definitely did not talk to him. I just said it. Like my dad, who's super smart, said that he's the smartest one, that her dad's the smartest one, but he totally, <laughs> that he didn't do anything. So, you know, I've heard this. So he was feeling some type of way. Um, but I was like, you know, but I'll tell you something else. He, I told him, I was like, well, look, you're not the only nigga I know who did this. Um, my cousin from my mom's side, the tall one with the green eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah same right. thing. Right. He's the same, same. Yeah. Absolutely same. So what do you think makes a guy who's super smart, like intelligent, book smart, not apply himself and just fuck around and do nothing with his life? He was spoiled. You think because he was spoiled? Yeah. Spoiled how? I think, again, I don't know too much about my family, but I know how, I've heard stories about, uh, about. Our uncle? Our, yeah, our uncle and my dad and like how, the things that he's done done for him. And okay. I, I heard stories about like what stuff that my dad yeah, most recently what your dad has done for or recently like things that he's done for him. So if you if you are the baby in the family. Yes, but she has. He's 16 years younger than my dad. Right. Yeah. Ooh. No, sorry. Okay. Going. Yeah. If yeah. you're the baby in the family. Yeah. Right. Which you are. And so am I. We both are. We are. Yeah. We are. I think it's my I think my mother raised me differently. Yes. And so I did think I. I. Yeah. I think our, we had a different upbringing. Yes. However, I think with him, he was the baby in the family. Yeah. All the all the women in the family, I think, babied him. Yeah. Uh, I think then, the men did too. And then the men, the men also kind of, because he's like the baby brother, kind yeah. of, you know, gave him whatever he wanted. And so yeah. there's no reason for him to apply. Apply himself. Apply himself. So what about when you have a child or family? That's not a reason to apply yourself? I think he just got caught up in it. Like, there's some people who choose to change the situation right. and others who don't. And you can say that about all the men in our family when you, I guess, look, I'm not going to say every all the men in our family mirrored like grandpa's grandpa? behavior. No, but, they didn't. But they're, in some way or form, there's like a little bit of resemblance in the behavior. A little bit. Okay, fair. A little bit. But at the... Okay, that's the complicated time. It's, 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 it's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah. You can't, it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> you can't talk about this yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, it's, it's a curious thing to me because I figure if you get to his age and he's in his 50s, probably going to, I don't know, 60, how old is my dad? Yeah, he's in his 50s, right? So at what point do you feel like, damn, I should do something better? Like, how long is this nigga shit going to get you by? I don't know. Uh... And well, Shanice, we're not talking well, shit about your dad. I'm yeah, sure you know I can, this. I can talk about. I can talk about my dad, right? Um, I think that I think that he was very selfish in our like my parents' relationship. Uh, I think my mom made a lot of sacrifices throughout the. Duration. Oh, your father. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Throughout the duration of of the relationship that allowed him to do whatever he wanted. Let me tell you something about these men, though. And our family. They married good ass women. They married good women. They married good women, yo. And they had great children. They <laughs> did. Real facts, facts on facts, they got some yeah. bomb wives. Yes. Let me tell you, they got yes. wives who take the take hella care of them. Yes. Y'all don't know. Yes. And it's I, crazy. And and I will say, I will say they do take care of their, their, their kids. Yes. Yeah, they take care of their kids. Yes. The men take care of their kids. They yes. Take care of their kids. Yes. Um are they the best husbands? So I've said this all the time. I think my dad's a better father than a husband, um, and I yeah. think they all are. Yeah, I think that's that's that's, that's yeah. across the they board. They all are. Yeah, that's across the board. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like my dad would love cars. You know what I mean? Like that uh, was his thing. <laughs> yeah. 
That was his thing. So, uh, you know, like, and that wouldn't be possible if my mom didn't make certain sacrifices, you know, or other things. It's, it's just, I no! think. All, Okay, I'm not gonna say your mom didn't. Your dad was shady as fuck about a lot of that shit, and your mom didn't no, have a choice was. in the matter. Yeah, and she didn't. Like, she didn't have a choice in the matter. He would, I, I do remember times like, I was too young to really process everything. I remember he would just pop up with a new car. Hell yeah! And listen, listen, I remember. Let me tell you a story. Yeah. You were like, so okay, you guys understand. So Jay, you know, I'm the youngest, and so I was one of the younger siblings. I never had one, so Jay's literally like my younger brother because I was so happy. I remember when his. Mom was pregnant. Oh my God. I was so happy. I used to go over there every day. And t- I just loved, you know, just loved his mom, loved him as a kid. I just really wanted a younger sibling, right? And he was just basically my little brother. So I remember you being like under two. And, you know, people who are under two are in car seats. And then your dad came back with like, a pickup truck one day like a Tacoma or something and you know like they don't really have like a back it was like a Tacoma it wasn't like an F-150 so like there has like only two seats like there's no uh, no 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 before uh, this, this happened before okay that happened before I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, listen you again? when you yes when you were like a baby he came home <laughs> with um a truck and we're like and your mom was like where's the car seat going <laughs> And I, it looked like it never occurred to him. And then he ended up having to take that back. Oh, and then, yes, yes, yes. Yes. So this is before you were a baby. Maybe he got the forerunner after that. Yes. And then he got, got the forerunner. Yes. Then he got the forerunner. Yes. 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 Your your dad is mad, ridiculous. And, and the thing about it, about your parents versus my parents. So my parents, my dad's, your dad's quiet, true. Um, my dad's very quiet to himself. But you know, your dad's more like a party, your dad's a drinker. My dad's not. My dad's just a, read books, nerd, whatever. He does yeah. it who he is. So, like, my parents honestly don't argue a lot. They don't. And so, like, I was just, my parents were just very quiet at home. But I would go down to your house and I'd be like, ooh. And you're just a kid. Yeah. I'm just in there like, ooh. You know, but you don't know as a kid because it's you're, you're, it's not that it's normalized but you just don't know what to, what stuff is. Yeah. And then your dad would do some fuck shit and then your mom would have to like talk to him and then she would be getting tense and I'd be like, and you just be like in your little in your little high chair, yeah. and I'd be like, "Damn!" But you know, I was a kid. Like, if I'm ten, what the fuck do I know? You know. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's it was uh, tense. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I think my parents were only once were divorced, but I think they made the right decision. All like the parents, like all the couples yes. together. Yes. They made yes. the right decision and not sticking together. I agree. They don't need to be together. I think now. Yeah, uh, but your dad still loves your mom, though. Yeah, but I mean, they both still love each other. You can't like you can't erase twenty. I know, but your dad would want to reconcile. I know he can't, but in his mind, he would want to. And, oh, by the way, his friends are always in his ass about him, oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard things, but I don't think... Uh, Your mom should just, not. He's just, no, it's not even about that. It's just he's incapable. You know what I mean? Like, he just, I just, it is, even, when I, even when I meet up with him right now, right, mm-hmm. I, I learn a lot about him, and there are things that he talks about, like we discuss, and I was like, bro, like, I really admire you like, yeah. as a person. Uh-huh. I really admire you. And then he'll say some other shit, and I'm like, bro, like... This is what I despise about you, you know? <laughs> so, and sometimes, especially in a situation like that, the bad kind of overshadows the good. Mm-hmm. And especially as a woman, I'm going to speak for you. Just from what I saw with her, yeah. I think that you've been since you've been slighted, like once you've yeah. been slighted, it's kind of yeah. hard to kind of see. No, her. she should not. Your mother should absolutely yeah. not no, take No, she won't. Back. And she won't. Right. It's not, that's not happening. That's never right. happening. Right. It's never happening. 
Right. However, I just think that my dad is incapable mm-hmm. of actually making a true effort, mm-hmm. even if even if it weren't to weren't to work out, mm-hmm. right? To make a true effort and try to mm-hmm. reconcile, mm-hmm. I just think as a person he's incapable of mm-hmm. doing. Um, yeah. And that's just because of his demeanor. Uh, your dad's very sensitive, though. Yeah, of course he's sensitive. He's very sensitive. He's sensitive. Like like yeah. like like all. All these niggas in the family who try to make it seem as if they are super hard. Hard as shit. <laughs> They're um, absolutely not. Um, so I, I think that, you know, they're, they're always going to have a bond in some way or form, not just because of me, but because of the love that they had prior. Right. Um, but I think your mom, you know, they probably had a good time. But then, you know, when you came along, he needed to be more mature and he just didn't. I think that's just what it did. He just didn't. He didn't. He wasn't mature enough. Um, and then also the communication sucks. You know, your mom's very expressive. Da, da, da. He holds a lot of stuff in. Your dad is not a good communicator. And then, you know. I think that, I think that they, it's, it's, first of all, this is the, this is the first time in a very long time I've thought about any of this mm-hmm. regarding my parents. Yeah. And I think that for the, both of them, mm-hmm. they wanted to make it work. Yeah. I just think that both of them were were incapable of making it work with each other. Right. It just it just wasn't it wasn't going to to work out at all. And I, I want to say like he 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 tried, and I think he just gave up. Mm-hmm. And I want to say my mom. She had a lot of years out. of pensive frustration. Yeah, she stuck it out for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, which I appreciate. So yeah, like I, I I don't I don't know I don't know if it would have been. There's so many things that they could have done to kind of help the situation, but again, yeah. I just don't think that either of them were equipped with the right tools. Well, at the end, it, 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 it crossed over to an area that is too hard to rectify. Yeah. You know, when it crossed over to that area and your mom find out certain things, you know, those are hard pills to swallow. Yeah. And the way things went down, it was just fucked up. Yeah. So, it's, it's, uh, it is what it is. I yeah. think that and so, like, I think, I think my mom has forgiven him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that, should. Yeah, I think that uh, he has. He's he's not the type. So he's never going to say sorry. He'll never. Those those words will never escape his mouth. Mm-hmm. However, um, they are reflected in his actions. Yes. And I think the problem uh, here and there is that he regresses. You know, he always mm-hmm. kind of like revisits some like type of. Fuck shit behavior. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then, not yeah. too. And like you know, it's 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 unfortunate, but like that's just how he is. And right. I've learned to just love him and right. to, I guess. Well, it's a different relationship—a parental versus a partner. Right. 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 But I, I think sometimes it's hard for the both of them to get out of that mindset. Yeah. I think they revisit that. Yeah. Partner. Um, yeah. Uh, relationship mindset just because they were in it for so long yeah. and i i appreciate that they aren't together right now i don't yeah. think that uh i don't think that i could handle all of that <laughs> just a lot you'd of be them. fine with it because you just that's what you've known i you know I, I get it i get it but like i said i, I think that they made the right decision like, yeah you know, like they like they, they they did and i think i don't know what it is like about the other couples in the family but um or why they've decided to stick it out so long but i think to make it sound like a divorce yeah yeah so um 
Yeah, that's about that shit. That was, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. I'll edit some of it out. So, but you know, it's still a good segue in a different way to you know. So, having learned from you know, watched you know, we all learn lessons in life and how to behave, relationships and shit. Fortunately or unfortunately, from our parents. So now, how does that now manifest itself into you dating? You know, as an adult in courtship. So every not almost almost ninety percent of the things that I saw or witnessed as a kid mm-hmm. between my parents I tried to do the opposite <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to do the opposite mm-hmm. um and what is unfortunate too I remember growing up mm-hmm. I never I was never allowed to watch a lot of TV right uh, mom never allowed me to watch TV during the during the week it was, it was on Friday through Saturday night Friday and Saturday night were my my TV days and I watched mm-hmm. I love watching sitcoms. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Fresh Prince growing up when I was like a, a, a kid, like the Cosby show, like reruns of that, whatever it was, any type of like black family sitcom mm-hmm. I was down for. Mm-hmm. And I would try to, or I would, uh, I guess, daydream about having that type of relationship, mm-hmm. uh, fairy tale situation. Everyone fictional, watches those yeah, those. Yeah. yeah, fictional. Yeah. So like, those are the type of things that I, like right now, mm-hmm. I aspire to, but try to make it realistic because mm-hmm. I know it's you know those it's it's written it's produced it's fictitious, yes. it's fictitious. yeah so uh, it's it's basically I try to analyze my parents' relationship mm-hmm. what I thought was great mm-hmm. I'll implement uh, I'll implement mm-hmm. what I you know thought was terrible I'll kind of x that out mm-hmm. and as soon as I recognize any type of that any any behavior like that mm-hmm. I'll try to curb it immediately mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, I think other parts of my relationship, I leave it up to imagination. And if I can make it happen, like, that's awesome, you know? So so I've been dating my girlfriend now for, uh, it'll be two years next month. Mm-hmm. And things have been going, excuse me, super, super well. Mm-hmm. Now, we have our moments here and there, but we were able to talk it out. Mm-hmm. Like, things that my, like my parents were never able to do. And mm-hmm. I think that her parents experienced uh, or she had a similar experience as a kid um, to me. Mm-hmm. So we take the time to, to, to talk things out. Um, mm-hmm. And we have a cold word whenever we're feeling like, you know, uh, frustrated mm-hmm. uh, and we're finally ready to, to discuss something that that'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I love surprising her with things or experiences. So I make mm-hmm. sure that happens, you know, that mm-hmm. I really, like I watched the tambourine, um, the tambourine stand-up uh, special with Chris Rock, mm-hmm. and like, he was like, "Yo, like, like relationships are pretty easy." He's like, "You just gotta travel, you gotta fuck, and just talk, talk things out." And like, we try do all. That's a lot more simplification, but it is, it is. But yeah. I want to say, I try to make sure that I abide by those three things. Mm-hmm. And so far, things have been fine. It's early. Like, the man had, right. like, a 20-something-year relationship with his wife. Right. And there were kids involved and all, all this right. other stuff. But for right now, right. in this juvenile stage, yes. it's fine. Yeah, no, cool. <laughs> I, think, I think certain things, when you get into, like, living with someone and kind of daily chores and household shit and finances, that shit is where shit gets real. So here's the thing. It, this is because you know how my mother raised me. Mm-hmm. Uh... I don't necessarily abide by or believe in the stereotypical roles of a man yeah. and a woman yeah. in the household. Like okay. literally everything that my mom could do, mm-hmm. which which would be an extension of 
um, a stereotypical role for a woman, mm-hmm. like I can do myself and I can do it very well. Right. So I don't need a woman to come into my life and handle right. that for me. Which is good. Uh, you know, which is good, which is great. Your mom made right. a very concerted effort to do that. I know she did. Right. Because my um, dad just wasn't about that. I know, neither is mine. <laughs> I've talked about that too. How, you know what I mean? You know, so shout out to them and their wives because I can't be a wife like that. Yeah. But, um,. Yeah, I just think, you know, becomes more like it's surmountable, but it's just hard. Living with somebody and all this stuff is hard. And the financial piece is uh, really, uh, you know, a hot button a lot of the times when you're, you know, how people's saving habits, people's spending habits, um, things like that, you know, trust and money. Right. Uh, that stuff is what a lot of times causes friction in relationships. Right. So, um, you know, listen, shout out to you. I like your girlfriend. Um, she's welcome to come to the podcast anytime. Um, but, you know, speaking of finances, so in the dating, right, in the dating, the happy courtship phase, who, you know, I talked about this in the past in an early episode with Slim about who should pay, especially during courtship, right? And now, you know, we're in a time where, you know, women and men work, we're in New York, you know, is cost of living is high. What do you think, from a male perspective, should happen when you're dating? So, here's I'm going to give a little preface before we get into it. Mm-hmm. So, I think the courting phase sets the precedent for the relationship. Mm-hmm. right? Whatever's going to happen in the relationship when you guys finally get together. Mm-hmm. So, if... The relationship is supposed to be there's some like level of parity in the in the in the in the mm-hmm. actual relationship like mm-hmm. or supposed to be fifty fifty whatever the case may be. It means parity equality, not like parity like jokes. Yes, I think that I think that um, or if it's not necessarily fifty fifty, it should be proportional to whatever you guys make. Okay, I think that that should kind of uh, bleed into the or or be emphasized in the courtship phase as well, right? So for me, this is what happened with with my girl. Right, mm-hmm. we went out on the first date, like, mm-hmm. uh, and this the story is too. Like when we started dating uh, long term, because mm-hmm. we had gone out, we like we flirted around in college, and then um, after we graduated, we went on one date. Nothing really happened mm-hmm. like for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but um, we reconnected and we went on our first date uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. and. I planned to go to dinner, mm-hmm. and th- right before I started, like, we were supposed to go on this date with her, like, mm-hmm. I was in a rut. Like, when it came to dating, like, life, I was just, like, in a rut, mm-hmm. and I kind of just said, you know what, fuck it, mm-hmm. it can't get any worse than this. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure that the date was relatively early, because mm-hmm. if the shit tanked, I wanted to make sure I still had my Friday night mm-hmm. to do whatever I did, mm-hmm. or wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, 7 o'clock, uh, we, we link up for dinner. And uh, we go to this Jamaican restaurant on the Lower East Side because she lived down there. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are other spots, too, that we mm-hmm. could venture out to afterwards if things are going well. So mm-hmm. we went to dinner, um, had a great time, great stories, like, getting drinks. Like, she wasn't – she didn't do anything crazy, like, order the most expensive mm-hmm. thing on the, on the mm-hmm. menu. Um, um, she had a couple drinks. And, and the thing is, I could – when we go out, if it's a date, like, I could pay for all of it. Like well, I, who paid on the first date? Let's just get to the end of that. So here's here's the thing. So I I, I ended up paying for dinner. She offered, uh-huh. which I really appreciated. Right. Right. She thought I was like I was like no, right, right. I paid for dinner, and she's like okay. She's like fine, whatever. When we go to this next spot, like uh-huh. I'm taking care of. The okay, but listen, I'm gonna stop you right here. That's what's supposed to happen on the first date. No, on the first date, it's of course you should offer, but I feel like when you split on the first date, you've set the tone. In, in not a good way. But I would never split on the first date. I, I would know. Never split, I, would, I would never split on the first date. I know, I know. What I was looking for was that offer. I know, I agree. No, <laughs> no. And this would be the offer should be there. The offer should be yeah. there. But I, what I, because listen, I have split on the first date. 
and it's like mm, I would never do that. I would. I, I've done it. I've offered, and he's like, okay. And actually, <laughs> I me mean, Slim talked about it, and then my friend Angie, we talked about it. Because Slim made a comment, and I was like, you know, I never thought about it, but you could be right. Her observation, because we did interracially, is that brothers, if you offer it, they like, okay, they quick to take you up for that fucking offer. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Like, you know. What about your boys? I said we all good. Like, there's no reason for us to accept that. Okay. Offer. Okay. But like to really act on it, it's, it's not gonna happen. But why but, wouldn't you want to act on it? So tell me, what's your logic behind why you would not want to act on that offer so on the first date? I think chivalry is not dead. Correct. Chivalry is not dead. I agree. I think that as a man, I, like there are certain things that I should do mm-hmm. for a woman during the courting phase, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what I think we're gonna talk through right now is mm-hmm. what I personally think mm-hmm. is acceptable, and mm-hmm. other things I'm like, mm, I don't know if that's okay. really like the. the okay, speak right on now. it. Go ahead. So, mm-hmm. so like I said, like when she insisted on paying for. For the rest of the night, we went to a couple spots. We bounced around to like mm-hmm. four other spots after that, just having mm-hmm. a good time. Mm-hmm. And we alternated rounds. Like mm-hmm. even when I was like, "Yo, I got this," mm-hmm. she was like, "No." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is why I'm I'm a little com- or conflicted when it comes to some of the responses I get of uh, uh, get from women about the courting phase mm-hmm. because I am looking for an independent strong, like, financially stable woman to date. Tell me what the responses are that you've heard. These are not from me, so go right, ahead. Right, right. So I'm talk- I literally heard? had a conversation. I had a conversation with a with a, with a music, a, a female music exec last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. right? And Age range? She's 40 plus. Okay, different right? generation. Yeah, different, different generation, like, well, and she, but she also, she also has a certain standard. She's like, you know what? There's a salary cap. You know, if you're not making this amount of money, I'm not dating. What's her salary cap? Did she I, tell you? She didn't tell me. Okay. But I know it's it's up there. Give me a number. Uh, for, for her, mm-hmm. I think personally it's probably like mm-hmm. to seriously date somebody, two fifty, three hundred k. Okay, so it's a very small group of people. That's the one percent. Yeah, go ahead. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think I think that's like that's mm-hmm. that's her. I respect that. Right. I totally respect that. Right. Now, she said, and she makes great money, too. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know her salary, but right. I'm sure she's been in the game for, like, a while. I'm sure mm-hmm. she's, like, up there as well. Mm-hmm. Now, she said, Jenna Carter, she's like, yo, I'm not paying for shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was like, I, I kind of understood it mm-hmm. because I talked to my mom about this, too. And for a while, I give my mom a lot of shit about this. But she's like, look, if a man is, you ask me out, mm-hmm. right, I don't need to pay for anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> However, and I get it. I get it, mm-hmm. but it's also I think it's just kind to offer, mm-hmm. right? Generationally, your mother should not be. Do you want your mom to date and someone and be paying for something good? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like. I, I don't I, do think, you want your mom to offer? I don't. I think you want I your think, mom to offer. I think I want my mom to offer. <laughs> no, your mom should not. Your mom is a good Nah, nah, nah I, you're wrong. I don't. Your mom. Don't, I'm not saying me. Know. I'm not saying your girl. I'm not saying Shanice. But your mom. Your mom. At her at, at her age. Yeah. At her age. That should not be. She like, shouldn't, shouldn't be, be offering. She, she shouldn't, shouldn't be offering. No. But it, I think that the mentality. I think just if you're an independent woman, right? You can. Let, let, let's change. No, no, no. I want to stick on your mom right now. Okay. Do you want your mom to be offering? I don't want my and, mom to and, be offering. And if your mom's offering, do you want a man to take your mom up on that offer? I don't think so. Because at that age, like that's not what you should be doing. Exactly. Like that's like this is not. This is that's not, wrong. It's, it's 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 not what you should be doing. It's, no. it's hard for me to like. If, listen, my dad would never have any woman paid. My dad would never. If I go to my dad now, 
I make my money. My dad, no, my dad, you be paid for me. No, 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 no. Now your dad is a different story. Your dad, be quick, your, your dad be quick to ask me for fucking See, money. You should, That's another story. I don't know about any of that, but like okay. my, dad, my dad, from what I know, from what I've seen these past couple years, my, my dad doesn't like, he's not trying to take anybody's money. Okay, yeah, that's, he shows that to you. Just, but that's no story. Well, let's, let's keep on moving. No, he went not for me. But that's anyway, right. continue. Um, yeah, so for your mom, no. All right? Now, this executive says in her 40s. Yeah. Again, there's a generational thing that where she, I understand why she's saying that. Um, I think that, so there is a generational uh, uh, facet to, the, to, to this conversation. However, yeah. there are also other successful women who are closer to my age uh-huh. who feel the same way. Well, they because that, that's what they've learned from their their elders now i feel like this look and listen i've done it my last relationship you guys bought who's broke i used to pay all the time okay um i'm willing to do that because i'm a professional woman and i honestly am not looking for someone to you know i understand how finances work at the end of the day and i understand that it can be a burden if somehow some a guy suddenly is now paying for twice the amount you know consistently so I, I have no problem with paying. Um, you but know, you were doing it um, yeah, I was. Well, that's an issue. Um, and I was also, you know, splitting it a lot. Someone was doing consistent because I make a lot more money than he does. I, mean, I get it, but like, like it's no. <laughs> um, you know, I, you know, at the same token, I, from the from the from jump, I knew it wasn't going to be long term. So it was like, what it is? It is what it is. I'm very um, pragmatic about a lot of shit. I'm very pragmatic about a lot of shit. Now, you know, I used to date this dude who made a lot of money. Um, yeah. fuck, fuck no, I would never fuck pay. Fuck yeah, yeah, but I would no, I would never pay anything. Why the fuck would I pay, dude? You're a millionaire. Why would I ever pay for anything? So, um, and, and no, I'm not gonna. And actually, I think I did offer because that's just me. But as I get older, yeah. I think I shouldn't even bother. If a, if a guy is making, I'm this is different. We're talking about regular ass people here. But if a guy is making ten million dollars a year, why am I offering? What do you bring to the now, table? I did. I did offer. He's a, like, that's, and this is yeah. this is my point. This is what I'm trying to understand too. Is like uh, even even if, like regular ass people, right? Right. For a woman, yeah. Right. If a guy's paying for everything, yeah. And and my like I said in my situation too, it's yeah. like I don't need you. I'm not yeah. going to confine you to those stereotypical like right. female, female roles. Like, right. what are you doing? Like, I, except for like supporting me, and I'm supporting you. I want to just okay. Generally, in a relationship, women are taking care of men. A lot of generally. Okay, no matter how much you think, generally generally they are. Whether it's not, you know, forget the whole like cooking, cleaning. Uh, Women are like the backbone of families oftentimes and put themselves last. Okay, they put their dreams, aspirations last. So, that's generally what it is. So, you are getting, I mean, and guys hate this, but you're getting a second mom. Okay, look, you're getting somebody else who's coming around to be your mom. You know, this is what you're getting. So, you're getting a lot. Now, it depends on the type of woman you're with. Now, if you're a woman who's not bringing you shit, that's fine. But I'm not gonna. I'm not. I can't see. I'm not gonna see that during the court courting phase. You. It depends on guys have that I've dated. Yes, it depends. But so look, and what, and what I, I'm asking because I don't know. Yes. So for example, oh, okay, I can tell you so many guys. In the, which court, is, in the oh, phase. This last one, I'm single. Okay. So a lot of times, like I might want to use, but I'm gonna use like an old couple, old boyfriends, like. Okay, a guy, you're in your 20s, they're trying to figure out their life. So you're almost like giving them guidance, like, hey, um, you should do this test to get this certification so you can get more money. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, okay, I'll do this so I can, you can make your schedule easier so you can do this. A lot of times you are doing stuff to almost like push and help mold a guy to help him because a lot of times guys are very immature and making dumb dumb shit like that. No one's ever done that for me, ever, Jay. No one's ever done that for me. So I'm just saying, no, but it, I don't need it. It's also the thing, but it's like I'm a kind of person who needs that. Um, 
but that's something, you know, you're doing all this stuff, you know, for them. Okay, how about this? Oh, you know, giving them advice about how to manage their money, giving them advice about the, like, you're, you know, the woman is there, you know, they always say behind every good man is a good woman. And, and it's, it's true. Women are doing a lot of things that are maybe intangible that people, guys don't even realize in relationships. Okay. And that's, I think that's like macro level. Okay. Right? And that's why I think why I have a hard time mm-hmm. understanding this perspective is because I don't need any of that shit. That's what you right? say. I need to see it in real motion. And, and really? if I, that's what you say right now. But I think, again, when you're living with someone and how that plays out is how you really see. No, no, no. I, I, I get it. But in terms of like the core things you just discussed, in yeah. terms of like uh, financial, respo- like financial responsibility, yeah. and if you want to, I guess... You know, go to school, making up with their career. If you want to make a shift in your career, make yeah. the right steps. Like, again, I don't... I, me personally, I don't need any of that shit. Right. Someone who's like, oh, you have a bad relationship with your kids or your, I mean, with your mom and your thing. How about this? You know, nah. the woman's hair is a buffer helping trying to be Oprah and Ayala. All the shit. Women are doing all this, these, these, this dumb it. shit. I get it. But again, and it's, it's why I'm not trying to hide myself up. It's just really, I just never had Well, then you're one myself. of the rare ones. You're so, one of the so, rare ones. That's what I'm saying is that yeah. so this is why I yeah. kind of, me personally, why yeah. I struggled with dating for a while right. was because I, did, I couldn't understand certain like behavior from women yeah um and the perspective mm-hmm. right because i'm like okay everybody has baggage but right wh- like like why like why am i out here putting myself out mm-hmm. like why am i putting myself out during this courting phase mm-hmm. and i don't see you contributing anything like and again i said that well, contributing in what way what did you feel you were not getting how were you not getting you know what if someone's thoughtful she's now say you say you're paying all the time but she then does something she makes a she surprises you okay exactly okay you see see what i'm saying right i think like we had the we had a the opposite experience in one way or form like whatever you experience with bob Uh and somewhere from i kind of felt like experience with but women no so we're doing the same thing so you and me are the same which is true i would agree i would agree so and then it's a little different because you're a woman. Exactly. So it makes it worse. Say, yeah, yes. <laughs> so it makes it worse. It's a little yeah. because you're a woman. Yeah. So, so for me, right, it's just like, why am I putting out all this energy? Uh-huh. And on top of that, like two of my most valuable resources, my time, uh-huh. number one, mm-hmm. and then my money. Like, why am I mm-hmm. doing this for somebody who isn't showing me that you are going to be an actual partner right. in this relationship? I agree. That's why I'm single. You know, so that's that's why for me, in, in order, and this is just me, Yes. right? I need to see you mm-hmm. make some type of investment, right? right? Because there's no ROS for me if mm-hmm. I'm just out here ROI. shouting. Uh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yes, so ROI for mm-hmm. me. Return on investment for me uh-huh. if I um. If I'm just shelling out dollars and you're not contributing in any way, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But that, but this is the thing: a woman, a lot of times when they are asking to a man to pay, doesn't mean you know. A lot of times they are expecting that they're going to do something, you know, back. You know, if you have a woman who expects you to pay and then do nothing back, and she wants a free ride, but yeah. you say you're paying for self right, but then she's like, okay, I'm going to surprise him with this. I'm going to cook for him. Let's do a picnic. I'm going to surprise. She might do other, but you're paying all the time. That can happen too. I would have been down with that. All right, so that's what I'm saying. So I'm not saying to knock it off completely because if someone is just taking, 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 then it's like, why the fuck are we here? But I don't see like that's when I when I was dating, I did not see that. Right. Like, like a woman didn't do that for me. Right, right. Um, and I think, I think, uh, me personally, I guess maybe some situations I cut short right. before I could even get to that point. Right. But I don't need, I don't need a whole bunch of, I don't need like four or five days for me to really see who you are as a person. Me, how I, many me days do you need? How many days do you need? Me, me personally, I just need one. <laughs> I just laughed so hard. 
sorry. Like me, me personally. Uh, but but it's it's just because prior to my girlfriend, I never yeah. got in super deep with a lot of right, women. right. Like right. it literally was like maybe a one two date situation. Like uh-huh. three is like an anomaly. That makes no sense to me. But yeah, it's like it's. I, I, I have I don't yeah, have time to be a little bit of a problem with my own men today, but okay. I don't have um, the time. I don't have time to wait. Like why? But then, so then, so y'all fucking as a first date. Like how is that working out? I think like some some of that too is just like like another. Time. Were you just why? not fucking? Like what's happening? No, 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 time out, time out, time out. So it's like it's like it depends on who you're talking to. One, and then if it's a situation where I am dating this girl and things are kind of. Uh, the date, the number of dates are progressing. Like mm-hmm. I probably am hooking up with somebody else on the side, so mm-hmm. it's like whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's 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 not exclusive, you know. Mm-hmm. What I, mean? mm-hmm. I think that that's another question. Really, it's like I don't. Again, some women have certain experiences, and mm-hmm. they don't want to have sex too early. But mm-hmm. for me personally, it's like mm-hmm. okay, well, if we're having a good time, mm-hmm. everything is cool. Mm-hmm. I don't get like why. I don't think that the longer you hold out is going to dictate how faithful a man is going to be or how 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 much he's going to value as a woman i just don't think that's true i disagree but that's okay but like I, that's, that's just another perspective that i, I, I just disagree. don't i just don't think that's that's a that's a truth or that's like a, i so so what is the incentive to stop hooking up with the other woman that you're fucking right because it's true you're not exclusive right but what would make you want to get exclusive with this girl and like so you're sleeping with this you so okay so you guys had a good time so you slept together great but you also been hooking up with somebody on the side too so then what why would you stop hooking up with the other person what's the point why not why why stop hooking up yeah yeah why i mean that didn't happen for me no i'm just asking in general i'm just i'm just following the logic that's what i'm saying so so like if we follow the logic and we do what you do and i've had this conversation with tyrone on here i've had this conversation with different men on here um i'm not saying it's for everybody i'm not saying one has to wait but i think uh, sex can complicate things and especially with women who want to know like it's not that someone's going to be more faithful but you just want to know where you stand and whether or not this is just like okay we fucking this one time it's never going to go anyplace else uh, sometimes you just want to show see him in different situations does he tip how does he treat the wait staff how does he, you want to see people's behavior with other people for you to get a better idea of who this person is uh, before you want to share your fucking vagina with them that's just me so all I'm saying is um, you know, just to give me a better idea of your character, right? Just because I have a good time one time with somebody doesn't mean that we're always going to have a fucking good time. It doesn't mean that at all. So I might want a couple of instances to see and how I, you are. Maybe that's like, maybe it's like something different for a woman because it's like, okay, we had, we went on a date. It was cool. And like everything seemed fine. Then we had sex. And the next time you go out, I find out that you like are, uh, you're an asshole to the waiters at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. I decided to stop fucking you. To me, that's like, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, because like, niggas like, ain't shit. Whatever. Yes, yes, like, niggas ain't shit. It's yes. like, whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm not tripping. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, to me, that's whatever. Which is cool if you, if you didn't have the intention of going, of, of finding a serious relationship, right? If you're just like, I'm just out here kicking it and it's whatever, then that's cool. The woman will be cool too. Okay, yeah. But I think if you're if you're in a, a mentality state where you know actually I want to look towards having a serious relationship, then yeah, you maybe you don't want to fuck the dude right away. If, maybe you want to see him a little bit more and, and different and, and things to see what kind of person he is. I guess I'm a dude, so I just I don't I don't really I can't I can't I'm not. You, well, okay, have you ever had sex with someone regretted it? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, All right, because because niggas will be like they had some regretful ass pussy. Okay, I don't, I don't you have not regretted anybody you slept with. I don't, I don't, I don't, that's the difference. 
You've never had some questionable ass pussy. That's the problem. So that's a, that's the problem. But I feel like no niggas have questionable pussy. I get that, but like I you know, people I have some questionable pussy. Yeah, I wouldn't put myself in that position. Though. I don't know, like why would I do that? It's, it's nothing. You were kicking it. You had a good time, and it was da 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 da. And then afterwards, you're like, oh shit, you're like that pussy was questionable. I'm again, me. This is my girl. I, I haven't had that experience. Now, have I heard? Have I had like a girl cry? You know, like something like something just happened. Like like we we like it's like early and actually story. We had a this this happened probably like the second date. Um, second date, we we're kicking it. We end up having sex. She. Starts crying afterwards. I like, went, went to the bathroom, came back, starts crying afterwards. And I didn't understand like what was right, going on. Right, right. Um, so I'm trying to console her, like right. getting tissue or whatever. And right. she, I think that she realized, and I wasn't mean a dick or anything like that, mm-hmm. but she realized that she, she was older than me as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a couple years older than me as well. She wanted something pretty serious. Mm-hmm. And I think that she felt as if she had sex a little too early. Mm-hmm. And because she had sex too early, it couldn't be serious at mm-hmm, all. Mm-hmm. That, but that's just like an idea that she had in her mind, mm-hmm. you know, which I don't necessarily agree no, with. No, that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true. I don't know. I don't know what the case may be. But, um, but okay, did she say this to you or are you just guessing this is what happened? She told me this. Okay. Like, right. after, like, she kind of, like, okay. stopped crying. Okay. And she told this to me. And I was like, hey, yeah, it, it was it was awkward. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say it was. I don't right, consider right. that questionable pussy. That's just not like. No, that's not questionable. That's not questionable. So then define questionable pussy for me. Ah, questionable pussy. <laughs> questionable pussy is um you you're like on a date with the girl. Yeah. Uh, she's kind of ratchet, and when I say kind of ratchet, she's like a hood rat. But it's a good time. Like it's a good time. No. Look, no, but listen. You kicking it is cool. Ha ha ha. Kiki ki. Uh, you fuck her, but afterwards you're like, damn, this bitch probably really been out here in these streets. Uh. Uh, questionable pussy. Or another questionable pussy, someone that she has it together. Sometimes it's almost like really intense. You see, you, you never listen to the podcast where um, the guy told me he loved me after the first date. Um, on the first date, actually. Okay. So say someone like said that and he's kind of like, no, she's like, I love you, dude. And you're like, fuck it. She get, but so, no, stop what I'm saying. Say you decide to go through it anyway. That sounds stupid. Uh, that's questionable pussy. <laughs> that's some nigga shit. Yes, dumb. it is. But niggas be, yes, niggas be doing stupid so, shit. So let's talk about the former. Let's talk about the former. Some ratchet, some like ratchet joint. Who yeah. said, "Oh, she probably like, probably been high in these streets." I, if I'm in my whole face, if right. me, me as a dude, I'm in my whole face. Right. I can't get mad at that. Like what? Like it, it should be. If you are out here if, as a woman, okay. But I guess what? I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. But say you fucked her raw, okay? And it was probably some questionable pussy. I mean, I will go. I will go. I'll do, I'll do the right things. Okay, it's fine, but listen, listen. You acting like people don't have questionable pussy. You need to actually do from. I, I know I men will have questionable pussy. I've hit like raw, like a couple times. Yes. That's it. But every okay, but all pussy's not equal. Okay. Although, listen. <laughs> let me let me be careful about what I'm saying here. Listen, anyone, you should always protect yourself. Anyone can get an STI at any time. It doesn't matter how many partners you have. All right. So protect yourself. All right. So. So I, I listen. Gwen is aware of that. All right. I want just because someone's promiscuous does not mean that they're unclean or dirty or have disease. That's true. You could be a virgin and sleep with one person one time and get a bunch of shit. So that's that's facts. All right. Um, but what I'm saying is that um, talk to your boys. I know I'll have niggas come here. Listen, I know people. They've been like, yo, that's that picture was that pussy was questionable, but fuck that, fuck it. I was on some nigga shit and I was like, fuck it. Right. 
but it was still they still feel like dirty after like damn what the fuck I do that but you know fuck it you know so I uh I I I've never put myself in a position like that mm-hmm. I'll I'll be in a position where um I might have like I'll probably have sex with like a girl who I know I'm not trying to be with mm-hmm. and I equate that with like masturbating right because you guys can't see my face right now no I have a very <laughs> face right now it's just like it's just like you get done and you're just like. Like, bro, like, why did I really have to do this? Like, you got to get your tissue, clean yourself up, and then just kind of, like, go. Y'all can't see my face. But, okay, that's, hold on. Wait. I'm just, I feel like maybe, 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 but women, sounds, maybe women do that, too. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. But that sounds like you're, like, masturbating shame. Like, you, you think masturbating is bad or something? I don't think I don't think masturbating is bad, per se. But I think sometimes you're just, even, like, especially, like, when you're younger or whatever, you're just kind of like, bro, like, why? Like, why did I just do that? That's I don't know. I've had it. I've talked to my friends about it. They feel the same way. And, they, you know, like, really? like, sometimes, yeah, it's just like, bro, like, why? Like, really, like, like, why did I just do that? Really? You never just, like, masturbated when you were bored or something like that. You're just like, bro, like, why did I just do that? No. Well, I definitely have. I'll, I'll, I'll be done. I'm like, yeah, nigga, like, why? Nigga, why did you just do that? Like, you had, you could have done anything. Oh, and you just I, did I don't know anything about this feeling. I mean, it's cool. Masturbation is cool. I enjoy it. It's fine. Okay. But I, there definitely have been times in the past where I was just like, you know what? I don't know why I just did that. And I kind of feel the same because afterwards, mm-hmm. I don't want to cuddle you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have like those like mm-hmm. those like intimate moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing against you. I just don't feel mm-hmm. connected like that. Connected like that. Mm-hmm. And if there's an expectation, because from what I understand, talk, talking to my friends, I don't know about all women, mm-hmm. but... Most times, women want to be like people are saying that. I see the okay. I'm I'm an ice maybe, queen. Maybe I'm a fucking ice queen. I'm like, oh my god, stay on your side of the bed, don't touch me. See? But I'm fucked up. So see? leave me alone. It's I'm like, fucked up. I know that. And guys want to call, and I get so irritated. Are um, I'll do it for you because I like you, but I just really don't want to be touched. I'm like, I'm hot. I need a fan on me. Stay on your side. So don't even touch when you're like in a relationship, yeah, I, I only do it for the person. Weird. It's that's not really weird. me. It's, I'm just not really into it. So I'm not, I'm just not into it. No, I'll do it because the person needs it. And you know what I'm saying? Like in, in, in general, if you prefer to just lay. I just want to go to sleep. Side. Yeah, don't touch me, please. Um, I just I'm hot. <laughs> I'm hot and it's stinky and it's sweaty and I I'm, I get hot at night. No, it's not. I get hot at night. I, I have a okay. I have a big fan. And I just I'm like, why are you doing that? If it's cold or something, let me put my feet on you because I'm cold. But like. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. But I do it because the person likes it. Like, you yeah. know, listen, in the morning, maybe a little bit, like, oh, I'm on my phone. Maybe I'll, like, cuddle a little bit with you in the morning. Um, Like, if, I'm on my phone. I, but after I have sex, who cares? I think it's, it's, it's for someone that you actually like. I think I'm, a, I'm right. a dude. I'm sorry. I'm a dude. Go I, don't mind, I don't mind doing it with somebody who I actually, like, want to yeah. do it. Yeah. But if I don't, you know, me, I prefer to just, if I had a choice, I just leave. Even if it's my like, preference is a nigga leave too. Yeah, but okay. I would leave. Like I probably wouldn't like have you come over my crib. I don't know. Um, I would leave. Well, yeah, I hate sleeping over guys' places. Oh god, okay, I'm revealing way too much. I hate sleeping over. I always leave. I don't want to be there. It is. It is. And I and I and I've been and I've been in situations where guys want me to. I'm like, and I hated it. And I hated it. And I didn't want to stay. And I didn't want to cuddle. And I just fucking did it because of that. And I don't like it. I get it. I get it. I think that. uh to bring us all back around, yeah, I, kind just, of I just, tangent. I just don't, I don't. Again, I've, I've never had a like a poor experience, like a traumatic experience, so I don't know what the case may be. Or for me too, it's like I don't necessarily care if okay, 
we have sex this one time and afterwards I see that you're like a, a jerk to somebody else or like there's a flaw that I detect in your personality. No, that's not it. You just, okay, honestly, you cl- clearly have been picky. <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been picky as You've well. been picky. That's I've a picky well. Questionable pussy is when, you're, when it's not, you're not being picky. I'm just like, like, like there were times. Questionable like, pussy is when you're not being picky. Like early on, like, you know, shortly after college or whatever, I just kind of did whatever I wanted to do and it wasn't yeah. like a big deal. Yeah. You know, especially at that time, like, I'm just like, whatever, just living right. life. Um, but I think during that phase where I was trying to, I eventually like wanted to be with somebody. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't out here. Yes, I was still fucking. Right. And if things didn't work out, I was like, okay, Yeah, but well, did, that, but did all, listen, and I know you too. Yeah. And so you have not been in questionable situations. I just know you. So, because you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't it. put myself in that situation. And you wouldn't do it. So that's why you can't really talk about this because you don't know. Right. Like sometimes, you know, look, you know, God's working on all of us. All right. Um, try to go so, for quality. Yeah, listen, everybody. Listen, sometimes, all, sometimes people have weak moments, and we're just not thinking. We just live in life. So you know, don't judge people. Anyway, uh, you're fucking judging. Anyway, um, all right. I wanted to talk about something else because this is you know, piggybacking off of dating, courtship, um, engagement rings, and weddings, and how much you could talk. We should talk. I mean, cost. So me and Tyrone, who you haven't seen since you were a little kid. Um, who I dated in college. Anyway, he came and we were talking about engagements, but like role reversal with women proposing to men. And we both agree like, nah, that's not really the look for us, but we're not judging people. But what we didn't talk about is how much makes sense to spend on an engagement ring or a wedding. What are your thoughts? Because, you know, typically they say a man should spend three months salary. You I, feel like what? I, thought, I, f- I feel like a woman came up with that rule. I don't think it's uh, it's just dumb. I think it's a why? Dumb. Why? I like why? Like why should my salary dictate? Um, okay, actually, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it like that. I think that we're go- okay. Uh, uh, hold on, because the idea is that like that's what I'm saying. No, I I think that yes, if a man makes a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. um, there should be it should be a good ring. It should it should definitely like just be a nice ring. What's wrong with your salary? Why do you think what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that number? Like what? Like, so first of all, explain to me where the, if let's take it back. Explain to me where that number came from. Why three months salary? I don't know where it came from. See what I'm but saying? listen, I don't know why weddings cost you know fifty, sixty thousand dollars. But it should. So look, but they do, and that's just a reality situation. Sometimes we don't know stuff, and that's just how it is. <laughs> that's so, that's look. What, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it sounds like a woman came up with that Listen, rule. It has nothing to do with gender. Okay? It's, it's like, it has like, nothing to do with if, gender. If that's, I think that's my issue with it. If somebody could explain why, why it should you be. You sound three, like a cheap ass. Why don't you want to do it? Just why don't you want to do like three months out? Yeah, why not? I think like I'd rather like put that money towards. I'd rather cut like cut some of that and then put some of that towards a down payment on the house or something else that we could actually build together. So why don't we? This this is my solution for that. I think if you have an expensive ring, you should not have an expensive wedding. And you have to figure out what is important to the woman. No, no, I do. I do. The ring is more expensive than... No, I said, no, I said you should not. I said, you, I think you should choose between what is more important to you. Because I have friends who paid easily $100,000 for the weddings. Okay? okay. So, um, the rings did not cost $100,000. Uh, so, but let me tell you something about me, about Gwen. 
I would like you to spend three months salary and us for go to Vegas because I'm not spending no money for a fucking wedding. But I, I for me the really what, like, what is what does the ring work like? Why do I you... have waited a long time See, to get married. All bullshit. Uh, I have waited all a long bullshit. time and I don't have small fingers, oh so I need God. something that matches my hands. And you know what? All you, fu- oh, I'm about to be so shady right now. But let me wait. Okay, it's not about you, it's about me. But let me say, listen, everybody been throwing your fucking husbands in my face and your weddings in my face. So you know what? I'm gonna throw my fucking ring in your face. So you just trying to you want to stunt on people? I do, yes. So it's nothing about like you about liking the, the ring or like you just want. Well, I, I want. I want. I want to ring that light. Yes, obviously. I want to ring that light. I, I, the ring is so, not indicative. Listen, the amount you spend on the ring is not indicative of how much money you love the person at all. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. I know okay. that for a fact. Okay. Okay. So it, it's not. I'm not saying that you have to. Like, if you really don't have it and you can't afford it, then don't do it. But if you are the kind of person who can be uh, diligent enough to like save the money aside and blah blah blah, and if you know the ring is important to the girl, then I don't see why you wouldn't do it. I'm, but I'm questioning. I don't care like who you are. I'm just I'm questioning why the ring is so important Tradi- to the woman. Well, it's tradition. It's culture. It's culture. Yeah. It's culture. Listen, I'll tell you one thing that's important to me. A lot of times, weddings are important to women. They're not important to me at all. I'm very happy not having a wedding. I don't want to deal with the bullshit. So for me, I'm very happy with going to the courthouse. That's so ridiculous. Why? That, that is, no, that no, 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 like no, no. It's not. No, it's is. not. No, it's not. That is your. That's not. That is your personal priority and preference. It depends. Let me tell you something. Uh, a wedding is a bunch of people coming and the state. It's not. It's not me. It's not me. It's just not my personal style. I don't like. I don't need a bunch of people who I don't really know me like that to come and have a party and to live for I one also, day and spend know. all these thousands of dollars for one day for a couple hours. At least I have the damn ring. For I can have this ring for thirty years being married, pass it on to my children. It's, it's an heirloom. I shit. At least it will be an heirloom in my family, not just one day that you know. If I can go away for hours, and we spent thousands of dollars, so that's my logic behind it. Okay, you guys break. You guys don't get married. Or you got like whatever the case. You guys, you guys don't get married. You give a ring back. If we're if we're just engaged and don't get married, of course yeah. I'll give it back. Okay, legally you have to give it okay. back. Okay, something some people don't. Um, yeah, but legally I can sue you, and you have to give it back. Okay. The the other the other question is is that you said. The wedding day is fake. It's a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah, to right? me it is. And you, to me. So I get it. And then also to you, you said that you just want this ring to stunt on people. I want it. Okay, in jest. In jest. I was saying in jest. In jest. I was saying in jest. To stunt on people. But um, yes, I do partially want to stunt on people. But um, I... What? Feel it. It's like a token. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's like it's, it's like a, the biggest gift you're going to fucking give me. So you know what? I'm paying for the damn house with you. All the stuff today. This is the biggest gift that you will ever give me in my life. So it's like, uh, yeah, I, I do want you to show up, go a little extra mile for me because this is the biggest gift you ever. Everything else we're going to be doing it together. I'm going to give you the money too. Da, da, da. This is the one thing you're going to be doing for me. Listen, this is just me. You're not marrying me. You're my fucking cousin. Everybody it. has a different but thing. There are women. There's several women out there that you might be brainwashing. No, I'm not brainwashing <laughs> them. No, they don't because they all want the white dress and they want to go That's down the aisle right. and they want all that shit. That's what most women want. They want to have the wedding down the aisle and the bachelorette party. Shit. I don't want none of that shit. I don't want none of that shit. I do want you to save up your little money and it should be a lot of money and save it up. And get the ring I like because it's an investment in me and, and our children. I can do think it's an heirloom. I actually think of it as an heirloom. I think it's something that I'm very proud to pass on to my son or their daughter. That's actually what I also think of it as. So for for the next generation. So that's actually how I really take it. To so be honest, they don't. So that like 
like your son would. My son wouldn't have to do it. My son would give it to his to his um to his um fiance. Now, so, but, what, but what if your fiance had the same mentality as you? Uh, well, they would have. They would be in a conundrum. So okay. So truth be, let's put it the other way. If if a guy uh, had a ring from his mom that he wants to give me, yeah. I would absolutely take it. Absolutely, and I would and, not ask it, for the three and months. You would, and you would. And I would not it, ask if for it weren't that. If it didn't equate in value, you wouldn't be. I would be fine. I would be fine with it because what we're going to do is no, no, no. We're fine. I'm going to go through. I, I can't do anything right now. Five, ten year anniversary. We're going to get an upgrade though. Okay. So that's what, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. We're not going to do it right now because oh, I got to respect no, no, no. your mom and her ring. You're absolutely right. Oh. Um, but we will upgrade a little bit later. Uh, but I will take it. It's not going to be the value. It's just not. Uh, so yeah, but that's my preference. A lot of women, they want that chip. They want that white dress. They want that aisle. They want the reception. They want all that. So the key to this is knowing what your girl wants, right? And figuring out what makes the most sense. Now, again, if you're struggling and you, but listen, the dude I told you was millionaire. He can easily give me three months salary ring. Come on. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. Even to me, it's like if I was balling, you would just buy it. You wouldn't care. I, I, I guess, I, but it, it just depends on who I'm doing it for. That's the problem. It's your fiance, cause you love her. Yeah, Listen, a bitch can want a car. You have to understand. You have to put things in in perspective, right? Think of the value of a three month salary. That's probably not the value of a car. Okay, that's not the value of a down payment. It's not the value of a lot of shit. It's like the, right? the car, like the whip or the house. Like, like, no, a, a, like, a whip is not an investment. A whip is a complete, I know it's not. Nothing. I know it's not an investment. At least I can't use it. Like, what am I gonna do with the ring? Why are you thinking about you? It's a gift. You sound selfish. You sound selfish. You wanted a ring to just stun on people. It's, it's my ring. It's my gift you're giving me. Who cares why I want it? It's the no. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's a wedding ring. It's, it's not for you. If you want, okay, no, 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 no. Say a girl, you know, you were dating and she wanted some type of like, she wants you to buy her a car. She wants you to buy her a car. Um, when we're married? No, you're fucking dating because people do that. People again, do that. Again, again, I would never do, that's like, a, that's a silly question because I would never do something like that. So she, I, I mean, just whatever. And okay, say she wants you to buy her a boot job or something. Never do that. Why not? I'd say you're married. You're married. She wants you to pay for a class of surgery. I, I should talk to my girlfriend about this right now. I was like, oh, look, no. Like, what, like whatever, like whatever you want to do with her. First of all, she got she got a bad body, right? Mm-hmm. Body's fire. Like you want to go to the gym, you want to tone some stuff up. Mm-hmm. We can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to. What do you want? What do you you want a boot job? Why? So you're saying you wouldn't pay for boot job? I wouldn't. I already, I already told her that. But a lot of guys would, and they do. I wouldn't do that. Well, a- then ask ask me something. You know me. Ask me something. But listen, we're, listen. But this the whole wedding ring conversation is not only about you. It's just talking about people in general. It's tradition. It's 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 what people do. So look, I'm just telling you what I want. A lot of women don't care about the wedding ring. They want to have the big stupid white dress going out a fucking aisle and eating and dancing all night with a DJ. I want none of that. Okay, you have to know the person what they want. Again, this is what I would do. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I would shell out a decent amount of money for the rent, mm-hmm. right? I would do something like uh, decent for the wedding, right? Mm-hmm. Let's and then like let's let's do something dope. Let's spend some like spend some dope bread for us to go on this honeymoon. I only want my ring and a honeymoon. That's it. I don't want nothing else. I don't need people getting me a bunch of gifts and shit. I'm grown. It goes through different phases of life. Like I don't need anyone buying me a blender and shit. I like like I don't, you know, I don't need none of this so bullshit. My boy, sorry, I went to I went to a wedding last year in the DR, right? Mm-hmm. He and his girl 
their um what's the thing called again? Their uh registry. Mm-hmm. Um all the gifts were I guess dates or aspects of their honeymoon, which okay. I thought was really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I know people yeah. have done that. Yeah. Like they've done like doing different different type of events right. or like a you pay for like you put money towards a spot. Like I would love right. to do something like that. Right. You know I, I, mean? I you know, I'm fine with that, but I'm also okay, I'm also older. So it's like the whole wedding thing and I planned so much in my general life, like I do a lot of event planning just in general, that I, I don't want to deal with a fucking wedding. I really don't. So uh I'm cool with not I'm not a courthouse, I'm more of a Vegas girl. Real talk, I'm a Vegas girl. Um, that's me, but you can't, you can't be mad at me. You can't be mad at me. That's me. I don't, that's what I want. So, and someone who doesn't want, I don't need my parents walking down the aisle, that shit. My parents are old. We don't need to go through all this. Look, uh, we don't. Uh, Why? uh, Why? Why? What money? Vegas is cheap. It's not crazy towards what? Who's doesn't having children? I think that it might make more sense to whatever crazy amount of bread, like cut that and put that money towards um, an ETF fund or something like that. Well, that's why I say that. But listen, all the money you're saying is expensive about my ring. It used, you're going to spend that and more on your wedding together. So uh, I'm. that's why I'm like, it, you're still going to, regardless, you're going to end up spending that. So I'm already I cutting that out. I don't, I don't, I guess I just. Me I'm putting that me out. Personally, I just want to be comfortable. With it. I don't know why. That's right. Because listen, you're acting like you're saving more money than me. No, you're not. Because I'm not paying for that wedding. You pay for that wedding. We're already equal here. I get it, but then again, the, the thing about it, right, is that you don't want in in that scenario, right? Mm-hmm. You're asking the man to do some, something that he may not be comfortable doing because he might he might want to have a wedding. Well, if he's married, if he's he married me, he ain't gonna want that. So, that's that. Complicated, but anyway. <laughs> listen, he gonna marry me. He ain't gonna want that either. So, uh, no, whatever. Right. Anyway, listen, everyone has different opinions of what you wanted to. Um, blah blah blah. I think we talked mostly through the engagement, but anything. So the last thing I wanted to talk to you about before we wrap up, and I told you this, you're like you don't want to talk about, but I want to talk about it. Is France winning the World Cup? And what I want to talk about that is that I never watched a game, things like that. Yes, but there had been. A lot of jokes on social media saying that um, due to the demographics of the team that Africa won won the World Cup. But I have had people on my social media, French, there's a girl I know who's French and another girl who uh, teaches French, uh, who feel like it's just, and they're white, I'm going to say that, um, they feel it's disrespectful to say that Africa won the World Cup that is denying their Frenchness. Why is it disrespectful? they think it's disrespectful because they're denying their nationality? Yes. That you are saying that they're not French and they grew up in France their whole lives. I don't, I, don't, I don't think people are saying that they're not French. I think that they're emphasizing their uh, background mm-hmm. um, and their ethnicity and things that have kind of... that They're emphasizing the things that they have been... Um, that they have been... What's the word I'm looking for right now? You got me like drinking this wine and shit. Uh, I do like people drink when they talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are, or sorry, your your friend is, or sorry, people are emphasizing the things that black people in general have been ashamed about, mm-hmm. or they have been um, demoralized for whatever reason. I think I think they're trying to bring that to light. You know, I, I mm-hmm. don't think it's it's not about denying their French nationality. Mm-hmm. That's not, it's it's kind of like it's, in a sense, it's kind of like the. Uh, uh, kneeling, dur- kneeling during the mm-hmm. national anthem it has mm-hmm. nothing to do 
about being disrespectful or not. Right. Like it's 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 what it represents. Right. So I said I'm going to read you the comments between me and uh, this girl I know. So I had posted. There's this this British um, comedian called Gina Yashire. I love her, and she just made some jokes about you know Africa wanted. Uh, you know, you could say Muslims want it, you know, immigrants want it because there's a lot of anti-immigrant, anti-African, anti-Muslim xenophobia in France. If y'all think that Trump is that France is fucked up. Okay. So my friend who is French, she, um, she's like, well, seems like most of the players are getting tired of hearing this. Wouldn't, wouldn't she say the same thing about NFL players? What's the difference? And so I was like, actually, um, there is a parallel to NFL players kneeling um, and being silenced by their oppressors who love to see them play for entertainment, but at the same time deny African-American communities uh, civil rights and our First Amendment right to vocalize uh, our disdain with the systematic oppression and police brutality against black people. Right. And I was like, France also treats African immigrants uh, very poorly. Uh, there's a lot. There's a no integration. Uh, there's a lot of xenophobia and systematic segregation. So it might be uncomfortable, but it's the truth. So then she's like, OK, now she has to backpedal. I was like, OK, well, there is a parallel with the French soccer players and the NFL players. Um, but she's like, but there are other players from other backgrounds who are like Portuguese and no one's mentioning them. Um, the stars. That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, well, they're not the majority. If they're like, not the they're not, you know, they're not the majority of the team. So, okay. Okay. Why do you think, okay, I'm going to read this more. And then I want you to tell me why you think they have such a problem with this. So then, um, you know, I kind of went back and forth. So then another girl chimes in and she's, listen to this. She's like, Africa is an entire continent made up of many very different countries and hundreds, if not thousands, of different cultures. So lumping them together uh, is what is, is is odd. It's especially since Sub-Saharan Africa and Le Maghreb are so far apart in terms of population, culture, belief systems, customs, history. I guess that's why you guys are going with people of color to gloss over all of that. Um, you know, it just it just goes. You know, also don't African countries compete in the World Cup? If they do, then perhaps France has something unique and special over them that propels them to greater achievement. This is probably why I don't believe in people um, on social media mm-hmm. and going back and forth. Because some of these, like some of these things, are just so ridiculous. Um, I don't even want to acknowledge what your friend just said. No, no, I think that's not fair. I think we should. Because the thing is that we have this, a similar opinion, but this is a real opinion. This is a real thought process from people who have, two people who have PhDs, by the way. So... It's not my job to educate her. These are educated people. But clearly they are not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this right now. So, I wanted, because, okay, the reason why I also wanted you, because you're a person who played soccer for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I thought you, you know, would have some insight. And, then, and, grow, and no, and growing up, I was... One of the few black people on the team, right? One of the stars, right? Right. So right. to bring a team to glory, mm-hmm. when you're a person of color, mm-hmm. um, and you're playing for some type of entity that is majority white, your blackness should be emphasized, right? I think that it's a proud moment for those people, yes. and I think that the the entity itself wants right. to diminish them, right? Right. As uh, the system always wants to do, yeah. And it's unfortunate that people just don't understand that. Like, this is a proud moment for 
black people. Right. So that Trevor Noah, who I love, he he actually made like a similar joke, and then the French ambassador wrote back to him saying something very similar, like you're de- you're 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 you know you're diminishing their Frenchness and da da da. And he says something that was like, okay, if people are unemployed or you think they're robbing da da, then they're African. But when they do something good, now they're French. Right. Yeah. So like. You can't have it both ways. No. Like, when it's the glory, you're going to say they're French, they're not African. But when it's undesirable, oh, y'all are African, right. you're the other. And so what I said to her, though, I said, let me tell you something. And because then she was like, I was like, let me tell you something. My parents are from Jamaica. I said, let me be in the Olympics. Let me be in something. I said, look, I'll do the American flag because I was born here, obviously. And I'm going to rep America because I love America. Right. But if I win shit, Jamaica won too. <laughs> I'm like, Jamaica won too, bitch. I don't know what to tell you. She's like, like. You'll say that when you get the mic. Like, when you interview. Yeah. yeah. You'll say that. Yeah. I'm like, uh, look, shout out to the USA. Shout out to America. <laughs> but, 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 Jamaica won too. Yeah. Like, they still won. How could Jamaica not have won when it's my family? Right. You know, so I'm like, Africa won. Like, yeah, we're, we're, they're all from different African countries, so we're just saying Africa in general. But I was like, the Caribbean won if I want to because it's me. You know what I mean? And then she was like, uh, I was like, I don't understand how you're arguing us. It's like, you're making it seem like saying they're African is something negative, and we're acknowledging it in a positive way. Mm. Um, so uh, this, this has gotten under my skin because, like I said, these are people who I went to grad school with. Uh, they have PhDs. These are smart, intelligent women who legit are like arguing, and it's not about social media. Like, they're, they're these are their true beliefs. That so, but, so, so that's the thing. Is like if if your your friend just said that, okay, we're not trying to say that being African is a bad thing. We we're, we're acknowledging that they, this is something to be proud of. So when we make this statement, and I mean initially it's a joke, but I think behind every joke, like there's some truth, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There should be no issue, right. right? However, they are, and when I say they, it's whoever has this opinion, mm-hmm. they're really offended, and I don't understand why. Well, that's the question. Why? Why are you so offended when they say Africa? They feel like you're taking away from them. I think... From they, France. I think that we are acknowledging their bullshit, and that's a problem. Well, okay, if the ambassador to France says that, how are we not going to acknowledge that? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, just, it's just, I think that's the issue. I don't, I don't, I don't think we, we don't have... We, we, are, we don't have any beef with anyone else. Well, I can't even say that. That's not, that's not entirely true. Uh, I think that we aren't necessarily negating anybody's nationality, as I mentioned before. Uh-huh. Like, we don't have... Uh, we don't necessarily have a problem. I don't know any like the white people on the team. We don't have a problem mm-hmm. with any white people right, on the team. Right, right. But I'm just trying to say mm-hmm. the key players mm-hmm. on that squad who made a difference, who made a who made an impact, mm-hmm. they are black. Yes. Of African descent. Correct. And when we say and when we say that hey, like Africa won, won yeah. that World Cup for France, it's true. I agree. But they listen, so she so what she did after I went down this pothole with her, this this rabbit hole, she's like, Oh, I'm on this Facebook group, you know, if they lie you in, you should maybe chime in with your opinion. I was like, Let me tell you something. I don't need to chime into shit because I'm living a parallel experience. Like I told you, if I win something, America wins and Jamaica wins, and that's it. And people who don't want to understand that because they don't want to understand it. It's very simple. Right. So she sent me a screenshot and this is this is the crux of their argument though. So this is a this is a French man. He said the semantic terms you use is why I have a problem. They are not Africans. They are French. There is a difference between ethnicity and nationality, and Trevor Noah purposely blurs this line. 
This is very, this type of discourse is very similar to that of white nationalists who claim that one cannot be French if they're not white. Okay. The French squad is composed entirely of young men who grew up in France, went to school in France, and therefore are French. So my citizenship negates my background? That's what I'm saying. Is that, is that the argument? That's the argument. That's bullshit. (laughs) So the thing is that I think we're acknowledging you can be both. Listen, everyone knows they played for France. Right. Right. But just because you're born somewhere doesn't mean that you totally lose your background and your heritage. Yeah. What that argument says to like what that what I hear from the argument is that Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to deny my identity Mm -hmm. once I become a citizen in a certain country. So Everybody that means that you're just American. You're nothing else. That's that, that, that's what they're telling me right yes, now. Yes, yes. Or yes. anybody who has come to the, to this country or right. any or immigrants to any country that yeah. you whatever prior to you becoming a citizen, right? That does not matter. Correct. Yes, and that's what they're saying. And that's what they're saying is the French identity. So the French ambassador is like, unlike you in America who have hyphenated and identified people by race, you know, so it was shade. It was, it was shots fired, like African American. We don't do that. We're only just French. We're just French people. It's one French culture. And they, you know, to, you know, I'm going to give them that they're saying that when Nazis and white nationalists try to diminish and discriminate against French players uh, or, or, or like French, whatever, anyone, they'll say that, Oh, you're African. You're not French. Right. So because of that, they don't like us saying that they're African because it parallels what the Nazis and white nationalists say. So is this supposed to be some type of inclusion tactic? Like I don't like, but do by saying that, because what, what I kind of understand from this um, argument as well is that this kind of segregates the team and so a little bit. Way. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes. So it's supposed to be like an this this win for the country is supposed to be an inclusive moment. Yes. However, I don't. Like why is it a? I think again, you can't have you can't have it both ways. Because why is it an issue for me to uh, if I if I were a player on that team, right? Right. Just like you said, if you were running track for right, right. America, but you right. were Jamaica, why is it a problem for me to acknowledge or big up right my heritage? I know. I agree. In I, that moment, I agree. As a celebratory moment, like why is it right. a problem? I agree. I agree. But she. You know, when I said that to my friend on Facebook, she's like, oh, I like this. She's like, oh, well, if I use your line of thinking, hold on, let me let me not misquote her. She then said, um, OK, I can see that. I guess that all of my accomplishments are a victory for Poland, England and Germany, as well as U.S. I kind of like that way of thinking. Now, I took that a little bit of shade because I think that it's very different when your parents and your siblings and your, you have family who's still in the country. Like it depends how recently your, your, your family immigrated from someplace, right? right? If it was six generations ago, it would be weird. I get that because after a while you do assimilate and that culture becomes more distant, but these people, their parents and they have, I'm sure they have family in these African countries still, it's very close. The food that you're eating at home is going to be from your motherland. right? Right? So I do think it's very different. If you're someone who's a fifth generation, sixth generation, like, oh, well, why should, you know, Poland, England, you, you, you're right. It is a far remove. So it isn't. You are just American at this point because all that kind of stuff is washed away. But you walk into my parents' house, you walk into fucking Jamaica. Okay. Mm-hmm. It might be America on the outside, but you walk in there and it's Jamaica. So if I want something, yes, I'm American. Yes, I was born here. And obviously I'm going to wrap the flag and the stars and the stripes, blah, blah, blah. But that green and yellow and black. 
is going to be there too because they they want to because I wouldn't be who I am if it weren't for Jamaica too, right. and they wouldn't be who they are if it weren't for the African heritage. Right. But it's a story. People don't like it. It's a huge debate. Again, I don't even want to engage. Like, it, it, I would have a problem like just trying to engage in this conversation with somebody. Well, you can't just. just I mean, okay, you can, but. Okay. You can, but I think this is like when it comes to Trump and shit like that. I want to, you don't want to be in your bubble of only hearing people who hear who think like you. So I do want to try to understand their thought process, but I also think it's hard for them to understand because it's not an experience that they have. I think if you, I think it's and it's, uh, I think it's not your experience. I think the right French girl, it's not her experience. She's always been in France and her culture is all there. So of course you're like they're just French like me, but they're not. Because their parents are in their family and their heritage are not from there. So I think it's you're trying. I think when I said that, they had never thought of it that way. When I said, look, if I, you guys know me, I'm an American. But if I win something, Jamaica won too. There's no denying that Jamaica won too. I can't separate it. And she was like, oh, you know, it just never occurred to them because that's just not their experience. Yes, I understand. But in 2018, mm-hmm. I just, I feel as if that perspective is so archaic to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's exhausting for me mm-hmm. to constantly have to repeat myself or defend my heritage or this this perspective that I have mm-hmm. to enlighten you. It's, 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 it's just something that I am tired of doing, you know? So I, 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 get, I get where you're coming from. And I think that this having this type of dialogue is important mm-hmm. because there, there are several people out there who, have mm-hmm. no idea. Like, who mm-hmm. are you? They just mm-hmm. have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, to me, it's just it's it's so tiring, and I just I see it as. But why do you feel tired? I feel tired that I always have to defend the color of my skin, mm-hmm. and it's and again in 2018, mm-hmm. I don't understand why I make if I make a joke or if I make a comment that um, is embedded in my skin color, mm-hmm. why someone else. Regardless of your background, you can't just get that, you know? That's not their experience. I know it's not their experience, but I have to have an open mind to your your interpretation or your perspective. Mm-hmm. And because and, and not only that, it's like I mean because of my skin color, mm-hmm. I always have to have an open mind to somebody else's perspective. Even if it, it, it contradicts what I think. I just have to because that's the world that I'm in. Because we're a right? minority, yeah. And because we're a minority. Mm-hmm. However, for the majority it's not the case. And I I am tired of that. Mm. That's why I'm exhausted. I hear that, but you're a little young to be exhausted. I know. You're a little young to be exhausted. Shit, what you gonna do for us in the next exactly. forty years? Well, like, well I, I just, I know, I just, I, I understand. Like, I, I haven't, I haven't had experiences of anybody who lived throughout the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. I haven't had experiences of people who, you know, each decade where uh, racial tensions have been magnified. But mm-hmm. for me, in my experience, like within my bubble, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. A lot of that shit was heightened when I went to to to, to college, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, you we, we grew up you, in the same town. We grew up in the same town. Like you grew up at a different time uh, when it was wider. Time. Yeah, it was worse when, when, when it was I grew wider. Up. Yes. And you were older than me. Yes. Because you got there when you were older than me, right? Yes. Yes. So yes. so there there. Yeah, you I, only grew I, up in that. Born, in, born it. in it. Yeah, you were born I in it. I was born in it. Yeah. Which um, is like born into that ignorance. Yeah, yeah. I was a new right? first. Yeah. And uh, there were there were. There were things that I could definitely recognize, mm-hmm. and I would only recognize that because my like my mom or like my dad mm-hmm. would like you know bring it to light. Mm-hmm. However, other things I just took with a grain of salt. Always took it with a grain of salt mm-hmm. because I was the minority mm-hmm. in a certain situation, right. um, and I, I always had to assimilate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I got to college, and I'm surrounded by, or I you put went out of my way. Out. Yes, you I, went, I went out of my way. Because you went to an Ivy League school, so it was not predominantly black. You no, but sought I sought out the black folks. I sought out. I, I gravitated to the people who had a similar experience to me. Right. Uh, in, uh prior prior to matriculating, mm-hmm. so that that moment once we were, we were all sharing these different experiences mm-hmm. and like you know telling each other about the bullshit that was happening on campus, mm-hmm. I. Which is crazy because this is New York City. People don't realize that. No, but I, I, I can tell you stories about a whole bunch of you know. It's that's like for a different a podcast. different another thing. Listen, that's I did too. <laughs> I know. I know. That is a different day. New um, York City is not where everyone thinks it is. It's, I, it's not. not. It's not. It's not. And I, I think that my experience in college forced me to reflect on my experience uh, yeah. in high school and earlier in yeah. my in my childhood, and to say, "Yo, this is some racist shit." Yeah. So that was the difference because you grew up in it. It took you a while to see it, but I came from like predominantly black mm-hmm. area and then going there. And plus it was earlier when it was still whiter than yeah. when you went there and it was so fucked up, but we can talk about that another yeah. time. It, it is a different experience when you're a black person growing up in a predominantly white town in the burbs people. It's a different experience than what you see in the media where everything is like hood life and da da da. Very, interesting dynamics especially if you who was born into it it would take more for you to recognize some of the microaggressions because you're just taking it for face value yeah. these are everyone you always grew up with right right um but i didn't i was like oh this, this feels real different I get it. I get it, it felt real different real quick and i was very aware and people were very vocal when they're racist shit though like you know n-word shit and all time like just they yeah. said it out loud now, it didn't mean that I was, like, bucking. Um, I, but I'll tell you when I said this, and you, you don't listen to podcasts, so it's probably people who come here don't listen to it. But the, I think the last one I posted is called BAU. It's an interesting one for you to listen to. It's, uh, it's a child, it's my, my mom's childhood friend's daughter who came on, Jana. Um, and we were just talking about survival in the workplace, race in the workplace, sexual harassment, and how she feels like black people have to have all these qualifications to... Um, just get in the door and other people don't and blah, blah, blah. But I told her, I said, you know, I think some of the challenges she's had, and I think a lot of challenges a lot of black people have is when you are not accustomed to growing up with black people from when they're very small, you, if you're your first encounter and like interaction with white cultures in high school or college, it's a little bit too late Yeah. because you don't understand kind of the nuances and how you're social. You don't exactly. You don't know the game. They don't know the game. Where um, even my sisters struggle with that, where I, I don't, uh, because even though I came in uh, young, I was still young enough right. where I know the fucking game. It's all the fucking game. Yeah. You and know, don't yeah, you don't know the game. And I think oh, that's the problem a lot of black people, a lot of immigrants have too. You think that you just put your head down, you study, and you know, you're going to get ahead through your merit, and that's not how it works. Everybody's buddy, buddy. Thank you. Play cards, right? It's, yeah. it's 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 unfortunate, but that is just the reality. Yeah. So yeah. So those are the episodes I would tell you listen to, which you know, and then the audio is better. I listen to Jamaican Judgment with Shanice. Yeah. Um, and B A U because she's also Jamaican, and we we trying to talk through different uh, scenarios where I'm like, because she's also an engineer, the girl. So we kind of talk through different things where I'm like, yo, you're not understanding the game, girl, which is. What you know, how you get ahead, what you have to do. Actually, you could listen to Angry Black Woman. That's another crazy one. Um, but um, where we talk about this, because this is real life. And what I've said to people before who are not black, you're like, damn, why do black people? Actually, what's your what? Do you, what do you think? Why do black people always talk about black shit? We're proud of our shit. 
And it's like it's a, it's it's close to heart. Like why would you not talk? Like why would you not talk about your truth? But white people are not talking about white shit. Asian people are not talking about, uh, about Asian shit. Because it's not cool. But we're not even talking about cool shit. We're talking about racism and, and the workplace. Like, that's not always cool. Why do black people talk about black shit? I will say maybe maybe it's a place for us to vent. Mm-hmm. I think it might be a place. It might be a time for us to share different experiences so that other people within our community can learn mm-hmm. and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, honestly, I just think that it's just such a pressing issue. Mm-hmm. For some of us, mm-hmm. like that, we once we get together, we just like I said initially, the first thing is like we just vent. Mm-hmm. I don't really see white people congregating and like you know venting about white issues. That's not that's just not like what issues do you like? Shout out to my white listeners. Um, it's like what, like what, what, what. You know, maybe I'm not. I'm not trying to. That's it was We're not joke. It was a joke. That. It was a joke. You know what I mean? Like the families out there were dealing with illness and X, Y, and yeah. Z, I get that, but I'm talking about core problems to your community. community. I don't know. I just don't know. That's true, because truth be told, if people, I'm going to put them in perspective, if you're a woman, women do talk about women's stuff too when right. they're together, right? Um, and it's not just your peers and shit like that. You'll talk about, you know, how relationships or even at work, how, you know, people might treat you differently or men will do this, you know, so... Um, I mean, or white people could be talking about reverse discrimination. They could be like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, it's these, like, oh, this nigga down the street, you don't need that. Like, yeah. like, oh, this Mexican took my job, whatever, uh, you know, I don't know what they're saying. I, I, I understand. I, I mean, know. I don't know what they're really doing. Oh, y'all are like that? No, y'all. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Should we, we don't know what they're talking about. We that. just like, we just, this is, this culture, this, this is what we do. We, black people get together and they politic wherever they are. We do politic. We just talk shit. True, we do. I just, I, I just wonder, like, you know, white people, Asians, probably like, why y'all always talking about this shit? Um, but you're right, it's pressing. It's, it's, it's still a, a pressing it's, issue. It's, it's a part of our reality. Yeah, it's a part of our daily reality. That's why we talk about it because it's not something we can escape from. No. It, it, it shows itself around us too often. So that's why we talk about it. Um, so anything else you want to talk about, Jay? <laughs> We did cover a lot. Usually, okay, so based on the conversation, I have people try to guess what the t- episode title should be. What do you think? Any ideas? Thoughts? Oh, God. <laughs> That's actually a good one. That is actually a good one. Oh, shit. I like that. Niggas in Paris. True, 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 true. I do like that one. Facts, facts, facts. That was good. Look at you. This is why you're marketing. I like that one. Um, okay. When I listen, usually we kind of say it. And then when I listen yeah. to the whole thing, then I kind of decide if I keep that or if I switch it up a little bit um because um actually me and tyrone had a very funny title i'll tell you offline and then we i switched it up by listening to it but we had a very funny title but i changed that the last minute but niggas in paris is good i like that i mean it was like a small part of the combo but i think it kind of true 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 facts 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 Okay, all right. Well, thank you, Jay, for finally coming through wow. to Gap with Wes. Um, <laughs> listen, I have to thank you for finally coming through to Gap <laughs> with Wen. You see, it wasn't that bad. It was. It was, fine. It was cool. You so, uh, yeah, I know. Usually, usually we pause and then get more. Oh. Sorry, um, but um, anyway, we will. So anyway, everybody, this has been episode twenty-one of Gab with Gwen. Uh, probably going to be called Niggas in Paris. And shout out to my cousin Jay. Thank you for coming and we out. All right. Bye.